days of long ago comes a legend. You have walked into the room of Fireback Radio. You can find us online at firebackradio.com. And of course, I'm your host, Brother Marquise. This is Brother Marquise. Welcome back. It's been a while. I had some some issues, y'all. We're not even going to talk about what kind of issues a brother had. But I wanted to uh, just, just come back and, you know, reintroduce myself. This is your brother Marquise. And I'm just doing stuff right now off the cuff because it's fun. Okay? It's just straight up fun. Now, my wife sent me something. And I haven't seen it yet. But she she laughs. She's laughing. You could probably hear her laughing in the background. Apparently, she enjoyed it. I don't know what it was, but I'm going to do it raw because there are things that come out just that's just raw, so you can see my reaction to it. And so I'm I'm opening up now, and as it's opening, I want to tell you what I did. And this is and this is um, some fun stuff. Okay, we're not going to try to beat you over the head with politics, but we had some fun. We had some fun stuff going on yesterday. Yesterday, I, I wanted to tell you, I cooked all, cooked all kind of stuff. I was blowing a house up yesterday. I ended up cooking. I ended up. I, look, we had a hot dog. What did you call it? A hot dog bar yesterday. So I went outside, I threw some hot dogs on the Barbie, and we had a hot dog bar. Now, before all of that, before all of that, I ended up making some soup. Now, it's like 95 degrees outside, and I'm over here making soup. <laughs> because I had some I had some pumpkin, and if, if you all are on my Facebook page, you've seen the three pumpkins stacked up that my child stacked. He was playing stack the pumpkins. So we had to get rid of one of them. We had to get rid of one who lost. So I ended up cracking that sucker open and I cooked them. The the intention was to just throw them in the pot and cook it. And that's that's what I did. I threw them in the pot. But of course, I wanted to do things a little bigger. I don't know. I don't know what possessed me to get such a big pot. I just had to. I found the biggest pot in the house and I threw the sweet. I threw the put the, the not the potatoes. I threw potatoes in there, carrots, onions, green pepper, all of that into a pot. Throw the pumpkin in there because, you know, we don't really eat pumpkin. You know, pumpkin is reserved for like special occasions that we don't even have. Now, I don't know whose idea was it to grow pumpkins in the first place, but we found some seeds somewhere and we said, hey, man, let's just throw them in the ground and see what happened. Of course, y'all know I got a garden. You said that was me? I, I, I bought it? We thought it was watermelon. Okay, so we thought it was, I don't know why we thought it. No, you know what happened? You know what happened, John? Talking to my son. We were looking for, you were right, we were looking for watermelon and we got pumpkin out of the watermelon stash. Cause we was just grabbing because the sign said watermelon. So, but still on the package, it had pumpkin. And I think we didn't want to return it. It was, I don't know why we didn't return it. 
because yeah, we have pumpkin now. And you know, we, you know, black folks, we don't really eat pumpkin. <laughs> so, uh, so you know, I mean, you know, I mean, some of us eat pumpkin, but yesterday was my first opportunity to eat or not to eat, but to prepare pumpkin. That was my first time in nearly 50 years of actually preparing because we don't do pumpkin. And upon further review, you got to season some pumpkin. You got to season it in order for it to taste like something. Otherwise, you might as well get a tennis shoe and just, I don't know, you might as well eat the tennis shoe because it's that the tennis shoe is going to have more flavor than a pumpkin. Don't know why people eat pumpkin. I never understand pumpkin. And you got to, but you got to, anyway, it's a filler. So anyway, I, I made some pumpkin stew, not really pumpkin stew, but I made some stew, some chowder that just happened to have pumpkin in it. I didn't want to eat a whole pumpkin, so I had to blend it with something else. So I made a pot of, a pot of, a pot of, uh, chowder. Wonderful. And then we had some eggplant over and my young and my oldest boy, he said, he said to me the other day, Oh man, we don't even, we don't, he's never had eggplant. Now mind you, we've been on this eggplant thing for like a couple of weeks. So I had, some, <laughs> so I, and I made some picnic sandwiches last week and we still had some left over. Matter of fact, we still have some left over. We have raw eggplant left over. And of course, you know, me being the ghetto gourmet, I come up with some good stuff. Yesterday, on top of the hot dog bar and the, and the chowder, I put together a, an eggplant lasagna. And yes, the lasagna was all that. I burnt the cheese on top though. I burned it. But you know what's so funny? We took the cheese off and we ate that cheese. That cheese was good. I don't care what you talk about. It was a little toasty, but that cheese was on point. We probably could have just crumbled it up and put it on some steak or something. It might have made, made some flavor to the steak. But that's what I did yesterday. So, hey man, don't, don't knock the ghetto gourmet because I'm the bomb. At least that's what I tell myself. Anyway, my computer's loaded up. My wife sent me this from wishtv.com that's channel 8 locally here in Indianapolis this is a national story and I'll tell you more about that story upon our return this is Fireback Radio with your brother Marquise People all over are looking for healthier options. My first recommendation is to visit naturalfrequencystore.com. That's where you will find healthier options from CBD to weight loss. These are patented, wearable frequency technologies. So there are no messy drops or bad tasting concoctions. Everything is based on energy and frequency. So head on over to the Natural Frequency Store. That is naturalfrequencystore.com. Naturalfrequencystore.com.
Thanks for coming back. This is Fireback Radio with your brother Marquise. Earlier, we were talking about a national story that my lovely wife uh, gave me. She just kind of slipped it to me and wanted me to just do it live. So uh, let's go ahead and talk about it. This national story is actually from CNN. Now, the title is, you're going to love this. The title is, Three Railroad Workers Built a Man Cave Under New York's Grand Central Terminal. They got pictures. They got pictures, y'all. Now, I'm reading this. I just She just sent this to me, so it's raw. And I'm going to read it to you. This is straight out of, uh, from the CNN, you know, ripped from CNN, ripped from wishtv.com here in Indianapolis. So it reads, three railroad employees were suspended without pay for converting a room underneath of Grand Central Terminal in New York City into their own personal man cave. The room was furnished with a wall-mounted TV connected to a streaming device, a futon couch, refrigerator, air mattress, microwave, according to the according to a report released on Thursday by Metropolitan Transit Authority Inspector Carolyn. I guess that was Porcorny or Pocorny. And poor, poor corny, or poor corny. Try to get that name right, Carolyn. If you if you ever hear this, call me because I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Just you know, you know what I'm saying. You just got one of them special names. It's all good. People be jacking my stuff up all the time. They be calling me Marcus. Anyway, anyway, my wife was telling me keep going. So anyway, so. Uh, the quotation is many a New Yorker has fantasized about kicking back with a cold beer in a prime piece of Manhattan real estate, especially one this close to good transportation. End quote. Carolyn, or just call her Miss Carolyn. Miss Carolyn said in an online statement, quote, but a few, but few would have the, the, what is that? The, the chutzpah. That's the first time I've ever seen that word. Anyway, a few would have the chutzpah to com- to commandeer a secret room beneath Grand Central Terminal and make it into their very own man cave sustained man cave sustained with MTA resources and maintenance at our writer's expense. Unquote. <sighs> what they found was a half consumed beer in the refrigerator and an empty can in the trash. Ooh, right. A cabinet under the TV set that they think was built to hide the TV. A clear plastic bag filled with sheets and a comforter. A cabinet in a locksmith shop storage area that hid a pullout cot. Now, I don't even know if I want to read the rest of this to you because I'm that's good. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's good stuff. That's good stuff. I mean, that's hiding in plain sight. You have to go there anyway. Why not? Why not? I don't see what the problem is. Won't nobody using it. Well, because it was, it was company property. Of course it was company. But hey, who's going? You're an employee. You're supposed to be there. Dude, no, that's company property. Of course you're supposed to be there. You just happen to make it comfy. I don't have a problem with it. They made it comfy with company. That's, that's right. They made it comfy. Yes, all of that was company property. I don't have a problem with it. But somebody did because that's how they got found. Yes, they somebody had a problem with it. You know what they had a problem with? They were 
No, no, no. They weren't invited. That's right. They were not invited. That's why they was tripping. And they, but I'm gonna tell you the other thing too. They weren't invited, and they had beer. Oh, two big no nos. You don't have an invitation, and you roll up in there, and somebody got a can of beer. You can't have none. They ain't say none for you. Now, if they would have had a six pack in there, there would have been a number two can open up in the deck on the refrigerator, and they would have left the note talking about next time. Holler at a brother. I want to get down. Right? They would have been like, holler at a brother. I want to get down with y'all. Else I might have to say something to somebody. I mean, I don't want to hold it over your head, but you didn't invite me. Next thing you know, you would have had 40 dudes down in there having a great time. And then the supervisor would have came. He would have been like, well, guys, this is not sanctioned. I won't say nothing. Just pass me a beer. You know what I'm saying? That's what he would have did. I'm telling you. But because somebody poured a whole bucket load of haterade on this, them fellas got busted. Oh, but check it out. The room was anonymously reported last year. It was an anonymous complaint back in February of, uh, of 19. The complaint described the same three specific employees would hang out and get drunk and party. Another one, June 29, uh, 2019 in June. They call that an unauthorized break room. That's what they call that. They didn't have things to do it right. They didn't. They, that's right. This could have been like the secret. It could have been. It could have been the the secret to it all. They somebody jacked that up. It was reported anonymously more than once. It's probably the same dude or same chick tripping because they over there having fun on the job. We getting paid thirty dollars an hour. Shut the crap up. You know what I'm saying? And you, everybody, I get it too. I get, I get it too. But I would have been like, I would have left the note. Yo, yo, call me when y'all get down here. I want to get down too. That's right. Leave a blackmail note. Now, I want to, I want to. <laughs> Grand Central Station management told investigators that they didn't know the room even existed. Now, how in the world? They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. And so they was pulling at strings. Officials said the wiring of the TV and the streaming device created a potential fire hazard. Hmm. Hmm. Considers. An unmapped room for which no one appears to have a key is very dangerous. So you mean to tell me y'all built this place, but y'all don't know where all the doors is at. And then y'all get mad when somebody be using the door because y'all want invited. Come on, man. It is an old terminal. Look at this. The risks, and this is a quote from, from, I'm still reading this from Wish TV, from the CNN article. The risk, the risks associated with employees hiding in that room with the door lock created, create a variety of hazards, including, including the inability of rescue personnel to quickly access the room. That's in the event of an emergency. It's because they didn't know. They, 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 it was hiding. Look, y'all, if y'all gonna do it, look, I'm telling you, if you're gonna do wrong, do wrong right. 
That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is doing wrong right. I mean, it, it is. It yeah, it was, it was all cool till somebody ratted them out. That was jacked up. They did. They did. They did. Look at this. The MTA said that there was an overwhelming amount of evidence that three Metro North Railroad employees. Look, they got it down to the title. They didn't give out no names. They got the titles. A wireman, a carpenter foreman, and an electrical foreman. So those were supervisors. They were supers. Used the unauthorized break room several times. It is unclear if employees used the break room while they were on the clock. All three individuals were suspended without pay until this, until their disciplinary hearings. That's what it said. I wish I had that sound effect. That was funny. That's a great sound effect for this occasion. That was good. Now, I don't know about you, but I like that. And they got pictures. You know what I'm saying? They got, they got a mini fridge, a flat screen microwave, a freaking pull out couch. I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? They probably, I'm, look, they didn't find, that is the break room. Why are you tripping? No, it was the beer. If they didn't get drunk, if they didn't get drunk, yeah. If you're gonna do wrong, not supposed to know you're doing wrong. That's right. It's a secret room. It is a secret room. I, you know, what I'm saying this is this is something you might want to tell your kids. <laughs> oh, you know what, y'all? That right there is one for the books. Now I got to go because that's. The Department of Revenue calling the brother. I'll talk to y'all later. This is brother Marquis flying back right Hey, it's your girl Alicia, the regular mama with the $5 drama, bringing you all things bling for any occasion. Shop 24-7 at goodgiftsboutique.us to find beautiful, budget-friendly, lead and nickel-free bling that makes both your heart and wallet sing. Then join me on Facebook in the Good Gifts Boutique VIP room, where this regular mama brings you all the $5 drama. People all over are looking for healthier options. My first recommendation is to visit naturalfrequencystore.com. That's where you will find healthier options from CBD to weight loss. These are patented, wearable frequency technologies. So there are no messy drops or bad tasting concoctions. Everything is based on energy and frequency. So head on over to the Natural Frequency Store. That is naturalfrequencystore.com. Naturalfrequencystore.com.
You have walked into the room of Fireback Radio. You can find us online at firebackradio.com. And of course, I'm your host, Brother Marquise. All right, looking in the memory hole of history, we find some interesting things that is uh, disturbing, can be deemed as disturbing. And if y'all don't know, this is Marquise. I'm live out here in Indianapolis, and we're just want to hit some interesting things that that we've kind of dug dug up about the BLM organization. And for those who don't know, there is a difference between the two, between the organization of Black Lives Matter and the actual movement of Black Lives Matter. The problem that I have is that most people do not know this. And so when they hear Black Lives Matter, they say they don't give a poop about Black Lives Matter. Which one are you talking about? I mean, people on all sides don't realize that there are two different things going on. There is the movement. And then there are the usurpers that are coming in in place of or to or or to overlay or even as an undercurrent to reap the benefits of the movement or to guide the movement. What's interesting is that you see more white people than you do black people. But that's neither here nor there. I dug up something and I thought you would appreciate a little love. A little research, a little research. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Back in the days of Obama, our president at the time, he, you know what? I'm just going to get right to it. NBCnews.com, back in November of 2008, uh, brought up an article from the AP. In, in reference to an Obama speech that happened, I think, uh, during the time that he was actually running for public office. And I'm going to just read it to you. I'm going to just read it to you because this is, this is disturbing at best. So I'm, I'm going to say this and, and I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring it forward for you because sometimes people just can't bring it forward. Now, This is from the AP, straight out of the NBCnews.com website. And this was done on 11-11-2008. And it reads, and I'm quoting here. This is all a quote, so, you know, don't trip. I'm just going to read it to you. A Republican congressman from Georgia said Monday, Monday, he fears that the president-elect Obama will establish a Gestapo-like security force to impose a Marxist dictatorship. And it quotes him. It says, it may sound a bit crazy and off base, but one thing is he's the one who proposed this national security security force. That was from Paul Brown. He said of Obama in an interview on Monday with the Associated Press, Associated Press. I'm just trying to bring attention to the fact that we may. May not. Well, I hope not, but. We may have a problem with that type of philosophy in radical socialism or Marxism. Braun, I think it's Braun, B-R-O-U-N, Braun cited a July speech by Obama that has circulated on the Internet in which the then Democratic presidential candidate called for a civilian force to take some of the national security burden off of the military. Well, 
That's exactly what Hitler did in Nazi Germany. And it's exactly what the Soviet Union did. Uh, Braun said uh, when he, this is Obama proposing to have a national security force that's answering to him. That is a, that is as strong as the United Excuse me, I'm just messing it all up. That is as strong as the U.S. military. He's showing me signs of being Marxist. Obama's comments about a national security force came during a speech in Colorado in which he called for expanding the national, the nation's foreign service. He said that we cannot rely on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set, Obama said in July. We've got to have a civilian national security force that is just as powerful as just as strong as just as well funded. That's what Obama said. And if you don't believe me, sit tight. I'm going to play it for you. Now, this is Obama, uh, maybe 12 some odd years ago. Go ahead and play the play the clip. We cannot continue to rely only on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded. There's a lot of applause there. (laughs) There is a lot of applause for that. And maybe back then it sounded good. You don't believe that these presidents are out here talking. I'm talking, talking futuristic stuff. Because if you're paying attention, you would remember certain things. Remember that entering the BLM into the BLM. And the thing that surprised me about the BLM was the fact that they are unapologetically Marxist. Unapologetically Marxist. Now, who really stands to benefit from from this uh, pseudo takeover of the government or from from this uh It's not really a takeover yet, but it's getting there because people have lost their minds. Governments and uh, companies and everybody else, they they literally lost their minds because of because of this stuff. Once again, I will make it known that there is a difference between the BLM organization and the BLM movement. There is a difference. Most people don't know the difference, but I smell something in the in the soup over here and Bill O'Reilly. Lord bless that old fart. Bill O'Reilly, I think he's paying attention because I'm going to play a clip from Bill O'Reilly. I usually don't play clips. This is not my thing, but I wanted you to hear it, not by my voice, because people challenge me. Well, show me the money. Okay, I'll show you the money. I mean, I'd rather for you to go find it. But in this case, I'll, you know, I'll bring it to you because I'm a nice guy. Anyway, this is um, Bill O'Reilly, ladies and gentlemen. First, and now it's all over the place, that the three founders of Black Lives Matter Global Foundation are Marxists. And I give these three women credit. They didn't lie about it. They're not trying to hide it. Their names are Alicia Garza, Patrice Cullors, and Opal Tometi. They are in Los Angeles. All right? Now, they want to overthrow the system in the United States of America. They don't want capitalism. They want communism. This is who is running the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation. There is no doubt about it. No question. The ladies admit it. 
Here are, is a partial list of corporations who are donating money to people who want to overthrow the government. See, Black Lives Matter is using the racial strife to drive their Marxist communist agenda. That's what they're doing. It's very shrewd because the press will not report that. Here are the corporations. Cisco, 5 million. Microsoft, 1.5 million. Amazon, 10 million. Gatorade, 500,000. Decker's Outdoor Furniture or something, 500,000. Unilever, 350,000. Nabisco, Ritz, 500,000. Microsoft, 1.5, I said that. DoorDash, 1 million. Intel, 1 million. Warner Music Group, undisclosed, but big donation of Black Lives Matter. Tom's Shoes, 100,000. Airbnb, 500,000. Partial list. So these corporations are basically funding a communist movement. They're capitalist corporations. Why? Because they're stupid. They don't know. And they don't care to know. Why don't they care to know? Because they want a virtue signal. They want to tell all the world, we are so noble. We believe in social justice. We believe that there's terrible things that have to be confronted in America. So we're going to give millions to the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation. And that was actually reported by Bill O'Reilly on September 3rd of this year, September 3rd of this year. What I believe is that what could be really possible is that these organizations, they understand what's actually happening. This is just a means to an end to fund a Marxist governmental takeover that was set in motion by President Obama. Now, I know some of y'all have lost your minds right now. Some of y'all have your head spinning on spinning on the floor because I said something negative about that guy you worship, Obama. And and then and then on the other side, those who worship Trump are laughing and giggling like little girls. You know, like they just got some candy or whatever. But listen, this ain't got nothing to do with left or right. This right here is a conversation relative to the safety and security of a country that is not socialist nor communist or Marxist. And we have, I guess we would have to protect that. If you, I mean, I did a little digging of history. I mean, it seems like every communist Marxist country ended up just, um, Not so well, because it ends up being the same thing that we talk about here about the rich get rich and the poor get poor. That's a that's a socioeconomic divide that you find in socialism, communism and Marxist countries. The only difference between this country and those is that we do not have a dictatorship. Well. Not necessarily a dictatorship. What's what's funny, not so funny is that. We want to vote a Republican in. We want to vote a Democrat in. 
there has been power taken from us in leaps and bounds since 9-11. President Obama had an opportunity to go find out what was going on, shut it down because it's not American, right? He didn't do it. If anything, he signed off on the Patriot Act, even though it was very obvious to a lot of people that 9-11 was something other than what we actually saw. It was all theater. Yes, I'm not saying 9-11 was a hoax. It was not a hoax. However, how it happened was complete theater. And of course, in order to make it real for you, real people have to die. Just like this little situation that we're in right now with COVID. COVID has to kill just enough people to make you move. Just enough people to cause hysteria. And the government has studied us. Know what we're about. So, if you know, if they say, hey, it's snowing today and it's going to snow eight feet, people are going to run out. And, and even if it's only two feet of snow, if the government says eight feet, people are going to say, hey, they're not even going to measure. People are just going to say it's eight feet. Shut up. <laughs> That's the science behind it. Right. That's what it looks like with this COVID. That's what it looked like after 9-11. You talk about 9-11 and people say you can't talk about that day. That's. That's that's a sanctified day or something to that effect to where you can't talk about it to where if you hold up any doubts, then they'll see you as some sort of weirdo. When, in fact, if you actually pay a freaking attention, you see that something is not right. Just like this situation with COVID, something is not right. I've said that before. It's nothing new. But in reference to relative to the whole Marxist BLM movement, I find it awfully peculiar that we see this now. Could it be that this is what Obama was talking about? Could could this be it? Could this be the fruits of that? He planted a seed so many years ago and here it is in our faces now. I wonder who else would peep that out. Is it just me who took note? I'm just one man, y'all. I question everything. When I say everything, everything. I've lost friends. (laughs) I've lost friends. I've lost family because of somebody else's belief. And I question it. And they don't even want to talk to me no more because I question their belief system. If you have a belief system, it should stand up to scrutiny. You should stand up to scrutiny. But we should be bold enough to question. And to get answers. To at least create the narrative to ask instead of being controlled by those who seek to turn us out on nonsense. This is Brother Marquise from Fireback Radio. Find us online at firebackradio.com. Peace out.